Hey guys, this is John Barksell, and I just want to tell you, if you haven't listened to the Three Ball Podcast, you're missing out on a host that's headed for brighter lights and bigger things. Galt Goldman has a plethora of accurate statistics, and his sports acumen, acumen is second to none. Look out, Stephen A., Skip, Pollock, Cowherd, Patrick. He's next. Catch him now so you can say you were there in the beginning. Hello and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast, everybody. Sorry this isn't coming out on Sunday. It's coming out on Monday. Uh, my bad about that. But, you know, we still got a lot to talk about, even though it's a Monday. <laughs> um, anyways, let me t- turn on Do Not Disturb, and I'll tell you what we're talking about. So today, we, I'm going to be talking about the rookie quarterback debuts from the likes of Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, and Kellen Mond and Felipe Franks. Uh, also, the Saints, they look awful. Lord, I'll be, t- I'll be talking about that. And also Tim Tebow. Yeah, we saw our first we saw our first little glimpse of Timothy Tebow. <clears throat> and it didn't go so well, did it, Urban? Genius right there. He's a genius. <laughs> but let's start off with the rookie quarterback debuts. I got ESPN pulled up, so I'm gonna give you their box scores and all that type of stuff. Here we go. Uh Washington, uh, the Washington football team, and the Patriots. That's obviously the first game that was on. And we got to see some of Mac Jones. He went 13-19 and 19 for 87 yards. Got sacked once. He looked very good. Um, Cam's 4-7. Uh, who, I think Cam's going to be the starter week one. But I think Mac Jones should be the starter going forward. He looked better than Cam, to be honest. Cam, it, hurts, it hurts my arm watching Cam Newton throw a football. That, that's what Cam Newton's drawing motion does to me. It hurts my arm. Um, Cam, I, uh, Cam's shoulder injury ruined him, if we're being honest. He's not the same guy. It looks like the same Cam Newton I saw last year. Um, it's just not it, man. Bill, if you want to win, you better put in Mac. This is a team with, with you know, somewhat average wide receivers to above average wide receivers. I like Jacoby Myers. I like Nelson Aguilar. Um, tight ends are good. They got John, John o. Smith and Hunter Henry, two really good tight ends. A lot of two tight end formations with maybe one wide out and a fullback. So I I know what they're going with here. Um, but Mac is Cam Newton's average pass thrown, like yardage wise, was point seven. Cam did his average pass wasn't even point seven yards. Whew, I don't know what we're doing here. Um, the, the pass that he throws. Now, obviously, after the catch, that's a whole nother story. But his yardage passes, 0.7. Mac Jones, on the other hand, was above 5, I do believe. His average pass thrown by him went over 5 yards. Um, Mac can throw the ball better. He's a better deep ball thrower. He, he threw a ball to Jacoby Myers. It was a catch that they didn't challenge because it's preseason. Bill Belichick don't care. Uh... So and the one the one thing about the Patriots is Bill Belichick is gonna run a lot. There are a couple of times like on third down, third and threes, he would typically try to throw the ball, but he's like, "Nah, we got a new offensive line group. Let's go ahead and run the ball here. I'm gonna see three straight runs right here." And you know, with preseason, that's how Bill Belichick views it. So there are a couple of tries that Matt could have kept going, but Bill's like, "No, let's see how this offensive line group looks right here, and we'll see what happens." But I think Matt Jones looked great. Um, I would rank his debut as a B plus, solid B plus. 
Um, now let's go to the Steelers and the Eagles. I want to talk about Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins looked great. 16-22 for 161 and a touchdown. Guys, didn't get sacked. He looked amazing. And always my thing on Dwayne Haskins was you've got to listen to Urban Meyer on this one. I don't like Urban Meyer that much, but you've got to listen to him on this one. He said it's going to take, he said on Colin Coward, I do believe, it's going to take probably three years for Dwayne to get to where he needs to be. He's not the most mature kid. He's going to take a little bit. The Redskins said, no, we don't care. No, getting rid of him. We don't believe in him anymore. The Steelers picked him up. Haskins looked great in his preseason game. A-plus performance from Dwayne Haskins on my part, in my opinion. Um, the Eagles, Flago played pretty good, and Jalen Hurts threw seven, but Nick Mullins threw two interceptions. <laughs> um, uh, the Titans and the Falcons. What are we talking about? Uh, do, 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 do. Felipe Franks, 2-9 for 16 yards, got sacked three times, but also had four carries for 76 yards. C, C performance. Um, throwing the ball, he wasn't good, but running the ball, he was very good. It's a C performance. I mean, you're actually, I'll, I'll give him a D plus, and I'm a big Felipe Franks fan. D plus, you were below average Felipe, in my opinion. AJ McCarron, was also bad. <laughs> Uh, the Bills and the Lions. We got to see Jake Fromm play. He was 8-13 with Captain Checkdown. Uh, Mitch Trubisky only threw two passes, unfortunately. I wish I could have seen more of him. Detroit. Goff threw a 7-9. He looked pretty good. But, yeah, and no rookie quarterback playing that game, so I'm not going to go into a big thing on it. Um, the Cowboys and Cardinals. Uh, ben DiNucci was 6-14 with a touchdown. I'm a big Ben DiNucci guy ever since he was at James Madison. Uh, and Colt McCoy was 6-7 for the Cardinals. Um, scores obviously don't matter that much in preseason, so I'm not going to be going over them. Uh, let's go to the uh, Bears and Dolphins. The Bears won 20-13. I think that's important because you get a little Fields versus Tua matchup right here. Um, Tua was 8-11 of 11 with one interception, um, while Jacoby Brissett was 6-10 for a touchdown. Man, that Tua thing... I don't know. Jacoby's one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league who should be a starter. Uh, me, me personally, I didn't watch this game. But based on the statistics, I will give Tua... Uh, I'll give him a solid B-. minus. Um, the interception obviously brings that great down. But, you know, 8 of 11. Didn't get sacked. Jacoby played good. I give Jacoby an A. Jacoby was 6-10 with a touchdown. <laughs> so, yeah. Jacoby also had two runs for 12 yards, and Tua didn't run the ball. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Justin Fields, who was the big story of this game, uh, 14 of 20 uh, for one touchdown, 100, 142 yards. Um, he did fumble the ball. Uh, they didn't lose it, but he did fumble. Uh, it took it took Justin a little bit to get used to the game, but he played, he played really good. Um, I'm not a big old Justin Fields fan, but, you know, He's, he's running with the twos here against twos. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Fields played good. I give Fields an A. A performance. He played very well. Now, moving on the Broncos and the Vikings game. Uh, we got to see Kellen Mond, who's a rookie quarterback. Uh, let me try to pull up the box score. ESPN will work for me. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, uh, wow. Thanks, ESPN. You're really great. I got to exit and go back into it. Uh, NFL, NFL, NFL. We were on the Broncos-Vikings game. Here we go. Yay, load. 
Um, so Drew Locke looked good, 5 of 7, 151 for two touchdowns. I give him an A performance as well. Teddy Bridgewater, 7 and 8 for 74 yards. He's a nice vet, so I expect that from him in the preseason. Come on, 6 of 16, 53 yards. Jake Browning, 5 of 10 for one interception. The Vikings quarterback room just gets a D, D minus. That's what they get. <laughs> they were 11 of 26 for 79 yards and one interception. The Vikings quarterback room, not very good without Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Browns and the Jaguars, we got to see the debut of Trevor Lawrence, who wasn't as good as advertised, in my opinion. Um, like Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham, well, I, one summer game, uh, the one summer league game I watched of Kate Cunningham, it wasn't good. He was inefficient from before. So that's my picture of Kate Cunningham in the debut. Kind of underwhelming from what we expected. We, we went from can't miss to, I don't know. Uh, we know it's only summer league and preseason, but come on, you gotta make shots. Um, the Jaguars played four quarterbacks. Jesus, uh, Trevor went six and nine, seventy-one yards, got sacked twice. Um, Trevor also threw two screens, two bubble screens, so he only had let's see here, four of four of seven when it comes to passes that were actually passes that aren't behind the line screen. So four of seven, um, but really six and nine. Um, he also fumbled the ball. He got it back, but he did fumble. He was a sack fumble. Um, Trevor, man, he didn't look comfortable in the pocket. I don't know what to say. He didn't look comfortable in the pocket, for one. He took too long to make decisions. He, he, the, one, the big play he made, he stood in the pocket for like six seconds. You don't get that time in real games. When Miles Garrett, Davion Clowney coming at you. He takes too long. And design passes that aren't bubble screens or curls, he takes too long to figure out where he wants to go with the football. Trevor gets a B- from me. I thought Fields outplayed him. Um, we'll get to Zach Wilson. I think Wilson outplayed him. And I kind of think Mac Jones outplayed him because Mac Jones at least looked comfortable in the pocket. Trevor did not. I'm just going to be honest. Trevor didn't impress me very much in this game. Um, Kyle Oletta threw two touchdowns. That was the big story of this game. Um, the Saints and the Ravens, we'll get to that in a minute because uh, I'm going to skip that one because we'll actually have a talk about the Saints. Now, the Jets and the Giants, Zach Wilson, 6-9, 63 yards, did not get sacked. Man, he was lighting it up. I'm telling you, I watched this game. Whew, he looked good. Um... None of those screen passes that Trevor gets. Uh, we don't throw screen passes around here. Zach looked comfortable as can be in the pocket. He looked like a vet. He was on third downs. He was calm and poised. Wham. Nine-yard strike. Wham. Eight-yard strike. First down. He kept the drive moving on third downs when he needed to throw the football. That's what you got to do. Zach gets an A-minus in my grade. He obviously didn't perform better than uh, Justin Fields did, but I thought he was the second-best quarterback in this draft class. Off the first, off the first look at these guys, first debut. Obviously, if you went back and looked at my videos, I said Zach Wilson is the best quarterback in this draft. Obviously, he played less than Fields, so maybe if he gets the same chances as Fields, he plays better than Fields. But Lord, he looked good. <laughs> so yeah. Moving on, uh, the Bengals and the Bucks. Joe Burrow was back in action, kind of. 
Uh, no, he was not. <laughs> I didn't watch this game, so I was just guessing that he was back in action. Um, let's see. There's no really cool quarterback for the Bengals, and there's really... Yeah, Tom was one for two with nine yards. Uh, so yeah. Kyle Trask was four of 15 and got sacked twice. Kyle Trask, you get a D- minus as well. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the play of a treatment. You can get a D+. Plus. There you go, kid. <laughs> but, man, he wasn't good. Uh, he got sacked twice. I don't really know what to expect from him. I, I didn't think he was that good coming out of the draft. I thought he was an overachiever anyway. Uh, the Texans and the Packers. My man Jordan Love. Woo! He lit it up. Uh, David Mills, 11-22. Uh, one interception for the Texans. Uh, you know, yeah, it's whatever. He's not a big-time rookie quarterback. I'm not getting minus. You know, the interception, 50% completion. It's whatever. Um, the, the Packers, Jordan Love was 12 of 17, 122 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Give, give, give him an A. Give him an A. Give him an A. Him and Justin Fields are getting the only A's of the day from me. Tell you that. He played good. He looked good. He looked calm in the pocket. He looked good. Got sacked once. But, you know, it happens sometimes. He looked good. I don't know what else to tell you. All those people that said he wasn't ready to play. I don't know what you were watching. He looked ready to play in this game. Um, let's go down to the Chiefs and 49ers. Obviously, the big, big Trey Lance, who's number no, number three overall pick, because uh, based off potential. Okay. Uh, what do we get? Patrick Mahomes was one to two for four yards. Uh, we really wasn't much from him. Um, Chad Henney was six nine, one touchdown, one interception. Good for him. Trey Lance, here we go. He was 5 of 14, one touchdown, no interception for 128 yards. Got sacked four times. Um, and rushing the ball, he did not rush the ball. Um, you're telling me you were below 50% completion. You had one touchdown, which is great. Oh, no. You know, pretty good. You have a pretty good throw. But you got sacked four times, too? Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a brutal grade here. I got a little favoritism, of course, like everybody does. But I'm going to give you a B-. minus. I mean, the touchdown kind of gives you a better grade. But you threw for... You were 5 of 14. You had two drops. I'll give him that. So really... Really only one drop. But I'll give him two. So 7 of 14. You were 50% with one touchdown. Is that four times? Eh, okay. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is 3-3. Good for him. Jimmy G is the man. San Fran. I don't care what anybody talks about. Jimmy G the man. Josh Rosen was 10 of 15 with an interception. Got sacked once. <laughs> and threw an interception. Obviously. I thought Josh Rosen looked better than him. Obviously, Lance has got better, way better arm style than Josh Rosen does, but. Well, what was Trey what was Trey Boy doing that none of these other two dudes can do? He's, he can make the throws that these two guys can't, but these two guys don't run around in the pocket the whole time. So uh, Seahawks and the Raiders, what did we get there? Is there any good quarterbacks that I want to talk about there? Uh, Nathan Peterman, no, I'm not talking about Nathan Peterman. <laughs> uh, the Chargers and the Rams, there's a quarterback I want to talk about here. Chase Daniels, 15-24, but I don't want to talk about him. Bryce Perkins, 7-10, 42 yards and a touchdown. I love me some Bryce Perkins. Virginia man, good. I think he's a good quarterback at Virginia. Thought he played well, four carries for 23 yards. Oh, yeah, Bryce Perkins gets a B-plus. Good job, Bryce. Uh, here we go. Uh, Panthers and the Colts. This was the last game, I do believe. P.J. Walker was 10-21 with a touchdown below 50% completion. Eh, not really my thing, P.J. I'll give you a C. 
C plus. I give it a C plus, PJ. Uh, I know what PJ's about. I really liked him in the XFL. Um, Jacob Eason for the Colts was 15 or 21, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Sam Elgar, 10 to 15, 155, one interception. Um, but Eason got sacked three times. Sam looked, you know, he looked decent. Um, I give Sam a, uh, a C. A C plus. C plus. I'll give Sam a C plus. No, I just take it back. I'll just give him a C minus because he throws an interception. But, you know, 10 of 15. Very good. I didn't watch the game. So, if the interception wasn't his fault, I'll give him a C. C plus. Um, so there you go. Those are the, uh, what I think about the uh, the young quarterbacks coming up in the league that I like. Uh, some of them I don't like. But anyway, so let's get to the Saints-Ravens game, the big the big game since I'm a Saints fan. What did I say? The Saints don't have a quarterback. I, I've been saying that. The Saints don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Their coach ain't that good. It's Adam Payne's genius. Uh, the Saints turned the ball over like six times in this game. Six times we turned the ball over. That's great. Uh, let's, let's go down the list. Ian Book was 9 of 16 for 126 yards and an interception. He got sacked once. Jameis Winston was 7 of 12 for 96 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and he was sacked once. Taysom Hill was 8 of 12 for 81 yards, and he threw an interception, and he got sacked once. Yeah, the Saints team, there was nothing special about the Saints team. This looked like a Saints team pre Drew Brees. This was nothing special. Uh, obviously. We had great running back play from Tony Jones Jr. out of Notre Dame. He was very good. Uh, seven carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. Congrats to him. He played good. He is, I'll give him an A+. Plus. He played great. He also had five catches for 38 yards. He gets an A+, plus for performance at least. Um, Chris Hogan, my man. Chris Hogan finally back in the league from playing lacrosse. He got a catch. But there's nothing special about this team. This, this looks like a pre-Drew Brees team. And now it'd be post Drew Brees team. You got quarterbacks who aren't great. They're good, I guess. They're not really good. Aaron Brooks was better than all these guys that played today. Aaron, not today. <laughs> Aaron Brooks was better than all the guys who played the other day. For the Ravens, Tracy McSorley's own interception. Tyler Huntley flipped pretty good, 12 with 16. But you lose 17 14, turn the ball over a lot. You're going to lose. That's just the way it goes. Um, man, I do not like, uh, not a big Sean Payton fan. I don't think he's the offensive genius everybody claims to be. Go back and look at the games that Breeze won back in the day. They're not very X's and O's great calls. I mean, what's he doing? I mean, on third and three last year, call it, I'm sorry, on fourth and one, you call it a max protect everybody go deep route. Okay. Great play call right there. <laughs> That's why I don't have the Saints winning that many games this year. It's whatever. Um, sucks that I didn't get to see Sam Donald playing. I roasted Sam Donald the whole time. But yeah, anyways, to the guy I'm going to roast, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow made his preseason debut. Um, I was going to go back and find the part in a podcast with John where I said, Tim Tebow can't block. He can't catch. He can't run routes. I was going to go find that, but I couldn't find it um, before this podcast. But it'll be in the next one. Uh, if Tim Tebow's playing, if he's not cut by then, I'll talk about Tim Tebow in the next one, too. But Tebow, he played 16 snaps. Um, didn't play special teams. <laughs> How are you the four-string tight end you're not going to play special teams? Who do you think you are? You think you're above people? 
whatever. Uh, Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow is really the Hulk Hogan of football. He said, this doesn't work for me, brother. I'm not playing special teams. What do you think I am? I'm Tim Tebow. No, I'm the third string tenant. I'm Tim Tebow. Um, man, he said, that doesn't work for me, brother. Or, that doesn't work for me, Urban. I'm not playing special teams. Tim, Tim didn't play special teams. Um, he missed two blocks. One of them was... The one that went viral wasn't even an awful block. I mean, he didn't he didn't do anything on that play. He, eh, he threw his shoulder at somebody and missed. But the one that really gets me the the next play on that drive, he he's lined up. He's got a block. He's got to block the end. He goes at him. The guy gets right by him. And where are all the people who said, "Well, T. not playing tight end. He's not playing tight. He's going to be Taysom Hill type player." Didn't look like that this last game. Looked like. Tim Tebow was playing tight end and couldn't get open. Well, he did get open one time, but he ran the wrong route, and the guy who ran the right route caught the ball. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, and then missed the block on that play, too. And he, he put on a bad block on that play, too. Um, so, Tim, Tim is the four-string tight end, did not play special teams, missed blocks, and didn't get any catches. How is he still on the team again? Um, I'll look it up real quick, just so I'm not, you know, confused. Tim, Tim Tebow, is he still on the team? Um, let's see, we'll go to news real quick. Nothing about Tim Tebow being cut today. And, uh, who? Why is he not cut? Please tell me. If any other four-string tight end were to play this bad... In preseason, they'd be cut the next day. Sorry, kid. Uh, we wish you luck in your future endeavors, WWE style. <laughs> there you go. You'd be gone. Uh, as they say in Hard Knocks, you know, if we can do anything, let us know, and we'll make some calls if we can. That's basically, that's what anybody else, that's a four-string tight end would have got this morning. That's just the way it is. They, they're going to watch this on film. And tight end coach is going to have to watch this on film and just click on it on this play and be like, Tim, what was this? Next play. He, well, what is he on the team for? He's not good at blocking. He, he can't get open. Can't run routes. We don't even know if he can catch yet. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know, he can't if he can catch, but what does that mean? Like, what message are you sending to your locker room that a guy like this gets to play? It'd be on the team, nonetheless. Th- that That's a problem. That's a problem right there. Um, so, yeah, that, that that's going to be it on that. Um, uh, I do want to go over AW real quick. I'm going to go over AW's son, um, Wednesday and Friday night shows. I'm going to go through this quick. I have a lot of notes on these. I'm going to go through these quick. Um... They showed a Bobby Eaton promo on AW Dynamite. Uh, not a Bobby Eaton promo. They showed an RIP thing. So RIP to Bobby Eaton. NJF got a promo. Uh, he said he beat Chris Jericho twice. Chris is making great TV being this uh, pregnant lady, basically. Um, um, NJF also had an app on this promo. Uh, we're, I'm only going to talk about some of these matches, not all of them. We're going to talk about the Bucks, the Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Dante and the Sidells. Don Callis says he makes... The booth, a six-man booth, because he does the work of four people. And Tony Schiavone said, well, that'd be a seven-man booth, because there are only three people here. And then Don Cal said, shut up. <laughs> um, 
uh, one of the Bucks did something stupid, and I turned it off. Uh, I did turn off the TV. I said, I'm watching the rest tomorrow, because I have Hulu. And I said, I'll watch the rest of it tomorrow. I'm not dealing with this. So the next day, um, <laughs> the, the Bucks and Omega were acting stupid. I was thinking about turning it off again, and not, not watching the whole episode, but I decided to watch it. Um, Dante did a springboard move, and they all watched him catch him. <laughs> um, there are no tag rules, as usual, in Bucks matches. Uh, Don Callis said that he gave Christian his big break in wrestling, and JR said that nobody was ever better than than Kenny Omega in pro wrestling, even though he said a couple months ago that Randy Orton was better. Um, Omega hit his weird snapdragon a couple times, Dante hit a springboard Hurricane Rana on Omega, and Kenny Omega just watched and let him do it, which I hate. Hate springboard Hurricane Runs because you're just watching somebody land on top of you and then flip you. Really stupid, but whatever. Um... Excalibur was bad in commentary. The Sidells, at the end of the match, the, the Bucks and Omega were doing all these moves to Dante, and the Bucks, or the Sidells sat, or they, they leaned on the ring apron and watched them do all the moves, and then they got kicked. They watched them for a minute do moves to Dante, and they didn't do anything. It's just stupid. Way to make wrestling look stupid. <laughs> these guys, I don't like the match. Um, I said the Elite are an embarrassment to pro, pro wrestling. So then the Elite got a promo, and Don Callis take, takes the mic. And then Christian Cage come out, and he said he's going to get an Impact World title shot, and Jurassic Express gets a tag team title shot later. <laughs> Darby versus Daniel Garcia, and we're not going to do that one. Um, Andrade backstage, ugh, he spoke English, and then Chavo Guerrero translated anyway, and I turned it off. We're not doing that one. Uh... The Bucks backstage, you can do that. Cutler actually looks better than them because he looks taller and looks, you know, kind of cool with his little tracksuit on. I would rather hang out with Brandon Cutler than I would the Young Bucks. Um, yeah, dude, uh, the Bucks, they tried, they have a basketball and a basketball goal. They tried to dunk, but then the dude from Jurassic Express blocked it. And then Jungle Boy scored and the Bucks said, that's a foul. And Cutler said, no, that was all ball, dude. Um... Britt Baker, promo, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Wardlaw. Uh, MJF at ringside. He could have been at ringside in any of these matches, but this gimmick is stupid. And, well, not the gimmick, but the stipulation was stupid. Um, Wardlow kicked out of the code breaker at one. Very cool. Um, Wardlow looked good. She hit the F10. Uh, this match, it was a squash match until... Chris get, Chris gets his comeback and then hit Wardlow with the bat and the juice effect and then won. Um, stipulation for Wednesday is that Chris Jericho can't use the juice effect and can't come out to his song Judas. And he should come out to Enemy by Fozzy next week. Um, Sean Spears also attacked Chris, Chris Jericho after the match and that was the best part. And that was the whole show. Uh, that's the only stuff I'm going to be reviewing because that's the only stuff I thought was important right there. Um, so now, AW Rampage, the commentary team is Taz, who's great on commentary. Chris Jericho, who talked like a heel commentator this whole night, even though he's a babyface on the main show. Cool. Um, Excalibur, who is not good. And Mark Henry, who I don't really have an opinion on Mark Henry. So there, there you go. Um, so we get Christian versus Kenny Omega. And, uh, Christian, Christian was cool in this match. Kenny was good, too. Um, this, I actually enjoyed this match. Rampage started off great. I enjoyed this match a lot. Christian won. Um, Christian had the kill switch on the chair, which is really cool. While Christian won. 
Um, then we have Miro versus Fuego, and it said Fuego is 139, and he gets a chance at the TNT Championship, which makes no sense. Uh, the stipulation is, if Fuego wins, he gets a contract with AW. Cool. Uh, Fuego lost, and he still got a contract with AW. He's also 1 in 40. Um, then we got Mark Henry uh, was interviewing uh, Red Velvet and Britt Baker. Cool. Didn't care about it. Um, dude, I feel like there was another match somewhere here. No, there wasn't. Uh, Britt Baker versus Red Velvet. Um, Excalibur called a dropkick a leg lariat, which is cool. Uh, not really. Uh, Britt Baker won, which I, I enjoyed it as much as Christian and Kenny, but I enjoyed it. Rampage was overall a very good show, to be honest. I liked Rampage. Um... The AW show actually got under 1 million viewers for the first time in three weeks. Uh, also, I missed this. This is what I was saying about. I thought it was on Rampage for some reason. QT Marshall, well, Paul White, the big show, came out and Chokeslam won QT Marshall's voice with Tony Schiavone's kid standing there. So yeah, that was the thing I wanted to talk about. Not really. But that's what I thought I was missing on Rampage, which actually happened on Dynamite. But anyways, uh, I... Dude, I I was run over that whole AW thing quick because I can't talk about that for that long anymore. But anyways, uh, tomorrow's podcast, as usual, is going to contain uh, Tuesday's podcast. Here we go. Tuesday's podcast is looking like we got the Monday Night Raw review and FIFA making the case. That's probably going to be the whole podcast unless something happens in the sports world right there. Um, Wednesday, we got the Nas album review and we'll talk about some sports stuff. Summer League probably will happen on Wednesday. That's what we're talking about Wednesday. Nas album review and Summer League. Uh, Thursday, we got the AEW review. Sunday's Rampage review. Um, so yeah. So thank you for listening to the Three Ball Podcast. Stay safe. Peace out.